One size fits all seemed like a good idea for clothes. Nice dress. Uh, it's a it's a T-shirt. Until you tried it on. Same goes for your health care. That's why United Healthcare offers a variety of flexible, budget-friendly coverage for medical, vision, dental, and more. So whether you're between jobs, coming off a parent's plan, or even missed open enrollment, you can find the plan that fits you best. Find out more about United Healthcare coverage at uh1.com. That's uh1.com. Hey Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombus, we've always said our socks, underwear, and t-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Jewelry isn't a gift you give just once. It's a way to remind your loved one of a beautiful moment every time they see it. Blue Nile can help you find the gift that says how you feel and says it beautifully with expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com and experience the convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com to find the perfect jewelry gift for any occasion. BlueNile.com One, two, three, four! Come join us on this trip now! Well, if you didn't already know, it's the new year, everybody, and welcome to 2023. 2023. That has already killed someone. He's not dead. He's no, it, killed all Ken in Block. critical condition. No, no, okay. Well, okay. There's just a lot of critical condition situations going on. There's, 2023 there's two, the- is, <laughs> it's just like, it's, it's not ready to complete the job just yet. It just started. Just getting his feet wet, trying to see who we can fuck it's with. Letting us know that it's here, and I don't like it. Honestly, that's yeah. <laughs> so it's like we we woke up the morning of the like the morning of the first. Most of us with hangovers, going. Something's already happened. <laughs> so yes, uh, if you didn't already know, uh, Jeremy Renner uh, was in a snow uh, snowplow accident. Which, if you've seen his video from a couple of days ago when he was snowplowing in his back garden, how he is, like, in critical condition but alive, that thing was a monster. And apparently, like, he ran over his leg and he's lost a lot of blood. Um, but his do- his neighbor is a doctor, came over, did a tourniquet. He was airlifted to hospital. And then last night, the Bills playing the Bengals... Um, and uh, one of the one of the safeties, uh, Demar, uh, he was headbutted in the chest, and he was ambulanced to a trauma one hospital, which is like a twenty four seven, you know, like when you see in Scrubs or in like in some TV shows, like the like the patients being rolled in and like the doctors are there ready to go. That's basically trauma one. That's level one kind of shit. It's yeah, it's both of them, you know. Put some prayers down, send you know, send some good thoughts and some good wishes. Um, but also recently, we lost uh, rally car driver and 
famous just driver overall, owner of um, the Hoonigan uh, um, brand, which like Need for Speed is sponsored by, so to speak. Uh, he died in a snowmobiling accident. I I believe that was either yesterday or the day before. Um, it's fucked to say, but I feel like all I'm getting is just a lot of red flags of staying the fuck away from snow. Uh, yeah, like, so they're I'm, all, like, yeah. I'm very glad I live in a very warm climate. It's been raining a lot, but, you know, it's water. But, like, you'd think if you had a snowmobile or snowplow, like, the first thing to do would be safety. You know, when I heard about Renner's thing with the snowplow, my mind went mm. to that scene in The Happening where that dude collapses and his lawnmower runs him over. Oh, God. So, and I was just thinking, man, you should have just used a shovel. Dude. <laughs> Am I wrong? He's he wouldn't be even... in the news this way if he just used a shovel. He's not even here to defend himself. <laughs> That's fair. But I thought it was funny and I wanted to say it. <laughs> well, we wouldn't be free balling if we didn't take a little bit. If we didn't take some risks, and Lord knows, we've taken some risks. And you know what? Twenty twenty three calls for Sebastian. A whole year's worth of risks, my dude. Woo! Let's get it. That's, yeah. <laughs> that's so many risks. But I get it. You know, it's it's the year of risks. You know who else is taking a big risk this year? James Gunn. How is James Gunn taking Rick Sebastian? How, how, like, this... I'm, I'm, an, I'm a, an idiotic audience member listening to the podcast that for some reason doesn't know. So t- tell me, Teacher Sebastian, what's James Gunn doing with DC to fuck it up even more than he's already done? So if you didn't know, James Gunn has been named a co-CEO, chief or whatever, of DC. And in his, in his first few acts, he's... Uh, He's rubbed some people the wrong way. I feel like there was some excitement when he was initially brought in. Mm. Now everyone's like, everyone's kind of looking at him with like, you know, those side eyes. Like, what the fuck's this guy doing? Because Wonder Woman 3 has been canceled. Yeah. In, in its current iteration, that's been canceled. It's gone. But Bye-bye. It's, it, it's done. Black Adam is not getting a sequel in the new iteration of the DC. Makes universe. sense. Black Adam sucked. It wasn't great. It did not warrant a sequel. No, it was it was awful. And but the biggest thing, probably the one that, you know, has pissed people off the most, Henry Cavill will no longer be returning as Superman. Can we, uh, like can we get a get a resounding <gasps> gasp? <laughs> <laughs> like how I I get it, you know, he's he wants to start fresh and everything, but why have Cavill come out, announced that, you know, he will be returning for Superman, only for like a month later be like, nope. I I have some news. I have some news on this, so if you, if you would allow me to um, sort of barrel roll off that point for a sec. Um, yes, 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 yes. Uh, uh, Dwayne Johnson knew DC was collapsing, so to speak. Um, Dwayne Johnson, um, audience members, if you didn't know, The Rock... <laughs> that was that, that, that was a bit mean. <laughs> so, <laughs> Dwayne Johnson was actually rallying for um the head of DC position and 
sort of forced DC heads to accept Henry Cavill and sort of took that as them sort of succumbing to the rock's almighty will. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it failed. He failed. I guess, you know, came up against some paper. Jesus. <laughs> um, <laughs> that paperwork will get you. There's a whole lot of it. <laughs> so, it, it, it. So what he tried to do with Henry Cavill was use him as his, like, sort of, oh, Black Adam versus Superman will be, like, the next big DC thing. Like, that's yeah. what we're going to ride off. Um, and, like, but if you hear about the news of Dwayne Johnson's time in DC, he was offered a cameo role um, in... Uh, uh, Shazam, Fury of the Gods, and in return, Zachary Levi would have made a cameo in Black Adam. Dwayne okay. Johnson's apparent response was, "I only play with the big boys," and then did the whole, "We got to get Henry Cavill in. That's what the audience wants. That's what your fans want." But apparently, like, it was never about that. It was about him trying to take control of DC, and he fucked up. And basically, DC wasted all this money putting that movie out there, so they couldn't afford to put any other movies out last year. And mm-hmm. again, you know, old head, dead. Well, he's probably not dead, but you know, gone. You know, six feet underground. And we now we have James Gunn, and Peter Safran, and they were like, "Yeah, let's not touch that at all, and just take, take the, take the. You know, you got to swan dive sometime. It's called a leap of faith." Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I think right now they're still they're still free falling, and they can't see their hay bale. Is no. is the metaphor I would use for James Gunn and Peter Safran right now? Like the DC tower behind them is collapsing; they've had to jump yeah. off. But luckily, mm-hmm. they're both super creative, have built universes, have given us characters that seemingly would have never been on the big screen or little screen oh, no, at yeah. all and have f- like succeeded big time so i you think know, I th- people just need to just you know what you do with the stock market you know what you do nine times out of ten you hold <laughs> people mm-hmm. just people just gotta hold but there's a whole lot of loud fans on twitter is all i'm gonna say <laughs> but it, it's like you said it's a leap it's a leap of faith and it's you know it's not like these guys haven't proven themselves. Like, look at what hmm. James, look what Gunn did with Guardians of the Galaxy. Who the fuck, who the fuck were the Guardians? Now you know yeah. all of them. They're all they are household names now. You know, and look, he look what he did with the fucking Suicide Squad. He led, led to Peacemaker, which was phenomenal. So you, you know, these guys have we got fantastic fu- track. We got records. the fucking weasel. In his latest Suicide Squad movie, like movie, and it was whoever for the like polka dot man, bro. Like P- James Gunn walks into DC Studios and goes, "Who's your most useless superhero supervillain?" And they said polka dot, and I was like, "Give me him." I want him. I can and we him. got one I'll of the greatest moments from movies a couple of years ago. One of my greatest superhero movements of all time. I'm a, I'm a superhero. superhero! That was awesome. So like I'm just gonna do a little bit of a search here. Peter Safran. Oh, big man's British. 
film producer, manager. Ah, he's worked on. He, so he's worked on a bunch of DC stuff. He's working on Shazam, Aquaman. Probably why those movies are still in the DC slate because he's worked on them. The Nun Two coming out this year and the Crooked Man is. Wait, the Crooked Man is still. It doesn't have a date, but that's mm-hmm. still. Yeah, there's so many, so many um, posts here. Are like, wasn't this supposed to come out in 2022? <laughs> yeah, Suicide Squad, Conjuring 2. He's, he's a poster boy for DC. So yeah, I think with James Gunn's creative mind and Peter Safran's knowledge of where DC is, I think, I think they're in good hands. Just... Have they handled it well? I, I, like, I know some people say yes, some people say no. I'm going to say yes. Because whenever something does happen, James Gunn seems to sort of calm, calmly explain himself on Twitter. So here's, here's my question jumping off of that point. Mm. Is there any way, is in any scenario that any of this happens, do you think everyone just you know smiles and waves or absolutely are you always... abs- absolutely not no never that will so never the backlash happen. was unavoidable the backlash is unavoidable there's always going to be the audience members of no that's, that's not what i wanted that's not what we want like who who who's the we you're speaking for mm-hmm. like the tr- the trolls on reddit that think they've read enough superman comic books enough just comic books in general to be able to create a cinematic universe half the shit yeah. that you read can't be 100% accurately ad- like adapted at all if yeah. ever like they have like mm-hmm. they have you have to look at a combination of this comic book and that comic book mm-hmm. and that comic book like there's a little bit of the long halloween in almost every batman since the batman begins yeah, so yeah. I think there's all like, there's you're never gonna please anyone, and if you try, you'll fail, and I think that's why Kevin stopped. Mm-hmm. But then again, Kevin, you know, some people look at Kevin Feige now and go, you know, there's a certain uh, who plays Two Face. Which t- uh, which time? Uh, ba- ba- uh, da- uh, Dark Knight. Um, Aaron Aaron Eckhart. Aaron Eckhart. There's a certain there's a certain Two Face quote from Dark Knight that I think some people would put against Kevin Feige at the moment. You die a hero. You live long enough to so you, you know, villain. Phase four was. I it mean, was I know Phase I know Phase two kind of sucked, but Phase four was. Ooh. It was a rough one. That's was, not to say that rough. there weren't some fucking gems in there. There were some gems. There were some gems. I think but there's a, whole, a lot. Of, but it, it, it is definitely kind of a limp as opposed to like, obviously, three was fantastic. I just wish Twitter would stop this whole something comes out and it's either this is amazing. This is exactly what we wanted. And two weeks later, like there's people are still posting about that movie. And the, like now the comments are. If you think that movie is good, then you're not a true Spider-Man fan. Oh, Doctor Strange, Doctor Strange Two was trash. I was like, 
why what's this whole toing and throwing kind of business that's going on Fans are very fickle, man. And like, honestly, they, mm. it's crazy that it, it's been it's been a minute. But I can... a second viewing changes a lot. Like, I'll admit that. No, and 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 that's fair. And like this, I it's not often that I, I'm able to connect this stuff to like wrestling and and shit. But yeah, like one of the most recent things when is you know you you get you get behind someone you know to try to build them up and you know you company gets behind them too they win their big one and it's great it's like you have this fantastic moment where the audience loves this person and they're they are champion and they're this and that and like two three weeks later they're like oh now they're just shoving them down our throats you fucking wanted them (laughs) (laughs) it's like you you actively got behind this person and now we've given you what you want and it's like and i think that's also part of it You're, you're being given what you want how can you want can you really want it anymore it's like no because you're always going to want something different and that's and you it's, it's adapting to that and having to accept like okay if i give these people what they want a week later they're not going to fucking want it anymore yeah. fuck them i'm going to give them what i want to do i want to tell the story that i want to tell and they're either going to get behind it or they're not and mm-hmm. at the end of the day they're not the ones spending their lives making this shit yeah i am and i think like. that's that's one of the big things like specifically like for James Gunn like now he's coming he, he obviously he announced that you know Henry Cavill's not coming back as Superman and he's writing and directing a new Superman movie which mm. as soon as I read that my mind was like holy shit James Gunn and Superman bro what yes <laughs> absolutely I absolutely whoever if you're a fan of James James Gunn and you're upset by with the Henry Cavill thing? Yeah, it sucks. And I, I personally, I, I liked Cavill as Superman. It was, is very but James, rare. James Gunn for me. don't want no sloppy seconds. Nah, nah. And and that's and that's the thing. I moving forward, you know, the man worked with Marvel for a long time, so I feel like he's has a better sense of, like you mentioned, building universes, building stories that make sense, building worlds and characters that you actually give a shit about. Which is something that the current iteration of the DCEU was severely lacking. Mm. Yeah, you're not wrong. Like, at least Marvel seemed to get right their staples. Mm-hmm. That like the the things that went wrong, mostly in Phase Four, were the TV shows, which in some cases Marvel is still learning. Yeah, and once a, they finally find a foothold where the where the shows work, how the show how the shows work against the movies, like you know, we'll, there'll be there'll be a bit more of a rhythm, and then you've mm-hmm. got to also remember, COVID upset a lot. But one thing yeah. that was already lost before COVID was this iteration of the DCEU. <laughs> that's 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 very very true. Ask very, any fan where you thought this shit was going, and before the Flash. Before Flashpoint started making news, no one knew. But if no. you were a fan of DC, you everyone said use Flashpoint to reset the DC EU with the actors you like, with the actors that you want, with the stories that you want, and then mm-hmm. give us a through line. But like, where like, they, what they need to stop doing, or need to make obvious that don't belong, are these standalone stories. Mm-hmm. Like when one of like, say now I'm going to tell you how this works. They're called Marvel specials now. Werewolf by Night 
and um, Guardians of the Galaxy Holiday Special mm-hmm. are like Marvel specials. Perfect. Yeah. Right there. And but like James Gunn was like, I know it's called a Marvel special, but you you should see this if you if you're gonna see Guardians of the Galaxy three and you're a fan of Guardians of the Galaxy mm-hmm. and you need that yeah. sort of you know puzzle piece. So you're not mm-hmm. ask, asking stupid questions when seeing the movie. Yeah. But that that's perfect. That way mm-hmm. I know I can watch this and just click off, eat some popcorn, get a drink, and have a good time. Whereas DC, yeah. you know, look at all the comments after Joker and the Batman came out. Where does it fit? Where do they go? Which universe are they in? How do we know? People speculate, but nothing was ever actually said. Nothing mm-hmm. was ever actually told to us. And I think that's where James Gunn is being so vocal with what he's doing. Like, he's yeah. vocal on Twitter anyway. He's one, of the, like, he's one of my favorite people to follow on Twitter. And because of him, I've started following more creatives, like Rain Johnson, um, mm-hmm. Christopher, Christopher McCrory, like, people that, like, respond to, like, actual fans, actual questions. Yeah. And I love, the, I love those kind of creatives. Like, they're not, they don't picture themselves on a pedestal. You know, mm-hmm. like they know, they know people look up to them in this kind of sense. And you know, if you ha- are asked a question and you have the answer, it's nice to have that answer. Yeah. But James Gunn, with being so vocal, does have to like you can tell like a tweet is meticulously scrutinized before sent because like there's no off wording. No, like it, like, every tweet can be considered like the Mona Lisa of tweeting. Is that fit? Fa- <laughs> like. It is like, is he being <coughs> funny? Is he being offensive? Is he being a little bit backhandy? Like, how much yeah. information are we actually getting? But I think, you know, time will tell. We Well, one thing that he for sure hasn't, you know, been fully you know, open and trans- transparent about is who the new Superman is going to be. Obviously, the man hasn't written the fucking thing, but, you know, people are going to start to speculate. As are we, because that is the topic of this episode. And here's us <laughs> talking about shitting on fans, about spe- over-speculating when they shouldn't, and that's what we're about to do, because we are fans. <laughs> At the end of the day, it's not going to stop us from doing that. But I also no, feel like you know, us doing it, we're doing it in a way that, you know, makes sense. And we're looking at people who we, I wouldn't be upset if this person was, you know, if these people were cast as Superman. Absolutely not. No. So yes, uh, before I interrupted, uh, Sebastian was telling us that we are about to, what we will like. I think it's the phrase "fan cast." We're yes. we're gonna we're going to fan cast Superman for you. Whether you know some actors yourselves or you don't know some actors yourselves, you mm-hmm. can go away after listening to this podcast and develop your own thoughts. Follow mm-hmm. ours and go. Like what Ed said, you know, Sebastian's was a piece of shit, but Ed, you know, Ed was all right because you know, <laughs> that's you know, that, that's how I guess that conversation would go in their minds. Um, <laughs> okay, <laughs> I don't know about you, I don't know about you, but I've left off Michael B. Jordan because that question, that movie is surrounded in Riddler question marks. We don't know yep. if it's happening, but I, I will sit here right now, tell you, Sebastian, and the rest of the world. I'd I'd, I'd, love, I'd like a Michael B. Jordan Superman movie. I think that guy, I think that guy's, I think that guy's great. If if Creed three um, goes as well as I think it's going to, I think mm-hmm. let Michael B. Jordan act and direct that shit. I wouldn't be mad at it, honestly. When when I heard that it was initially being talked about, it's like, 
it's it's a, it's a new take. It is definitely a new take on Superman, and I wouldn't like I said I wouldn't be mad at it. I'd be interested in seeing like what mm-hmm. he'd be able to do with that. Yeah. Yes, uh, I've left I've left him out because uh, we don't know, and and at this point I don't think even DC knows. But mm-hmm. so Sebastian, um, Superman. Who the fuck is this guy, dude? Let's okay. Let's let's talk Superman. Give me give me give me give me the deets. Give me the deets. So, um, Superman started in Action Comics number one, 1938. Holy crap. At a time when America was literally on its ass, not last year, back before World War II. (laughs) Mm -hmm. The the, the first major time it was on its ass. Yeah, the first time it was on its ass. Um, (laughs) Created uh, created by Joe Schuster, Joey Seigel. um, And he was, you know, I, I don't want to use the term OP, but... Think of an think of an ability. Think of an ability that a superhero might have, like just real some up. Yeah. Does does like X ray has it? Flight, super strength, has it? Uh, X ray uh, eyes X-ray. has it? Yeah. Like laser beam eyes has it? Huge dong. I don't know. Probably has it. You know, there's 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 some videos out there. Probably with Johnny Sins that you know <laughs> gives Superman the man a has huge the ability. Dong. To erase people's memories with ki- by kissing them. <laughs> that's 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 huge dong energy to me. I, <laughs> <laughs> I really put you off. <laughs> Don't forget. Dwayne yeah, Johnson, no. To say to say Superman is OP, I feel like would be you know fair to say. <laughs> yeah, but let, I'll tell you what we're not going to touch. We're not about to touch that uh, Superman versus Goku argument. That that. That's a whole other episode. <laughs> yeah, that's a whole, that's a whole thing. Well, I, <clears throat> Superman all the, the way. Um. <laughs> no, it's fun. They did. Um, what is the name of the? Uh, have you seen the the channel Death Battle? Uh, I think you didn't. You show me Nightwing versus Deadpool. No, no, no that's a that's a different one. There's a lot of. YouTube channels that do like superhero fighting, but this was like ah, okay. they did su- Superman versus Goku, and Superman owned Goku. Yeah, because because he would I mean, at the end of the day. No, because it was literally because Goku's power has a threshold and it's finite. Superman is not doesn't have that shit. The closer he gets to the sun, the stronger he gets, and that shit keep continue to grow. So again, to say Superman is OP would be very okay to say. There, there was a, um, there was a comic book that came out recently, in which Lex Lex Luthor literally destroys all of the Justice League and sends Superman to the very edge of the universe, and to get back Superman breaks the space-time continuum various times so like breaks like as like as he steps in like through the last portal to meet lex Luthor, he literally behind him i don't want to keep saying literally because i'm not a fucking incel but behind superman is all of the portals that he's opened to get back and it's like it's ongoing and superman goes like I choose not to use my entire open threshold of powers, but I can when needed. 
and literally just clicks it. Literally, fuck me, I'm about to punch myself in the cock. He clicks his fingers, and Lex Luthor's armor just disintegrates off him. I'm like, this motherfucker literally went from the other end of the universe back to Lex Luthor just just to do him. Literally just to do him. Could have given up, could have gone, oh yeah, I'm here now, what's the fucking point? I was like, nah. Mm-hmm. It's it's fucking showtime. Boom. It's fucking showtime. It's fucking showtime. <laughs> Like what? What is what music is playing for that motherfucker's head as he's breaking mm-hmm. the space time continuum? Like the show must go on. Maybe just like this thing. Like the each port, each on. portal. Show must go on. <laughs> <laughs> and there's our first copyright strike of 2023. <laughs> <coughs> okay, so where do you want to kick us off, dude? How how are you going to kick us off? Who who is who is Superman number five? So I hope you rank these. I hope your number one is your numero uno. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so, so who's your number five? Essentially, okay, so the way I went about it was so I looked at, you know, what Gunn was saying in terms of, like, how he wants to go about writing his movie and mm. wanting to focus on Superman's younger years. Okay. I didn't do so that. Like, I, so just I, got, I just picked five actors that I like that could be Superman. So... And that's the thing. So I took that into account. But for my number five, he's the only actor who's not who I would consider a young man anymore. Okay. So, but I, but I genuinely think he would do really well as Superman, and that is John Krasinski. John Krasinski, nice. I real quick, I, real quick. Do you think he's going to be Mister Fantastic, or is that just like a one-off? I I don't know. I like. So here's the thing. Part of me thinks that it was just a one-off. But I would love to see him get the opportunity to play like a f- fully fleshed out, you know, not superhero. spaghettied out superhero. Yeah, not spaghettied out. <laughs> so why Krasinski for Superman? What what makes you, what makes you look at Krasinski and go a motherfucker would don the red and blue like? Because mm. you, I looked at it in terms of like the two personas. So you have your Clark Kent. You know, he's very nerdy mm. and you know he's very much an average guy there's nothing special about clark kent and you know jim halpert from the office nothing really special about him and very you know clark he's played Kent-y. a lot of characters he he's played characters that are like uh, you know kind of whiny they really just kind of getting by on life bare minimum kind of shit but then you flip it and you see him in shit like jack um you know jack ryan and you know stuff you like that, that by the way have you watched the latest it, season? He's an ass kicker, man. It was so fucking good. <laughs> and 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 that's and that's what I think Superman at the end of the day is. You know, he needs to be able to pull off a very convincing Clark Kent, which for me my my favorite Clark Kent was Christopher Reeve. I thought he was fantastic as Clark Kent. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And then the flip of the Superman being a mass a total badass and you know being able to step up to anyone but still have a sense of, you know, charmingness to him which i think which is why I, tyler hoachin is a great superman i love tyler hoachin as superman just not 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 too not too not too much a fan of that um new new superman no no new supergirl poster though superman comes in supergirl that yeah. was a was that a, was a mis- that was a mistake <laughs> that was not okay 
But that I think Krasinski okay. <laughs> could pull it off. I think Krasinski could pull mm. it off. And obviously he played Superman in, you know, that Super Pets movie, but you know, I would love mm-hmm. to see him in a live action live action Superman. I think he can do well at it. Tyler Hotchlin. I remember the first time we watched Everybody Wants Some. And mm-hmm. I, I remember pausing it when Tyler smashes, like, he axes the uh, the, oh, um, yeah. the baseballs, like, two in a row. I remember mm-hmm. pausing it and saying to you, that motherfucker could be Superman. And then, boom. That, that, <laughs> he uh, was two, a year A year later, boom. I was like, he listened. <laughs> My apartment was bugged, I swear to God. The amount of ideas <laughs> that, like... I, I vocalized and didn't vocalize that actually ended up happening whilst I was in LA. I was like, am I, am I being followed? God damn. <laughs> Bruh, same. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. <laughs> right. So my, uh, my fifth. Who am I going to go with? I did choose five. But who who's the weak? Okay, I'm gonna go with like the one standard Superman casting that I, that I went with. He's kind of young. He's getting on a bit of the older side. He's younger than Krasinski. I've gone with Henry Golding. Mm. Have you seen the Have you okay. seen the Gentleman? I love the Gentleman. Yeah, he's he plays um, he's the baddie in the Gentleman, pretty much, or one of he's the. He's also in um, Crazy Rich Asians. He was the and and the Snake Eyes, but we don't we don't talk about. We don't talk about snakes. We don't talk about snakes. Not in this house. Not in this not house. In this house. I, have, I have any kind of a kid that talks about Henry Golding as snake eyes. That's not my kid anymore. You heard it here first, folks. I'll disown that son of a bitch. God damn. <laughs> but like, just this guy, can, this guy can fucking act. Anyone that can go mm. against McConaughey and like act like go blow for blow, not just physically, but like terms of like dialogue back and forth and this man just chews up roles this man becomes the character that he's cast in and i think if he was cast as superman he would become superman 10 out of 10 and mm-hmm. let's just say like i've put right here he's already a gen z heartthrob and that's the audience we need back in the theaters and yeah. i think henry golding would get bums and seats I can see that. I I, I think yeah. he's a phenomenal actor. Like he's definitely mm. one of those actors. It's like he just needs that the right role, he and does. he'll blow the fuck up. He needs to fire his current agent. His like I know that he's taking like he's definitely taking some roles for money, mm-hmm. yeah. and he needs to stop doing that. There was yeah. there was this Christmas movie 
I think not this year, last year with uh, Amelia Clark. Mm-hmm. Um, I think it was actually called Last Christmas, based on the Last Christmas song. Last Christmas, I gave you my heart. Mm-hmm. The very next day, you shat on it anyway, or some shit. I don't know the words. Um, <laughs> it was not good. It was yeah. like no, I I never even saw it, but I can confidently tell you right here, right now. Don't need to t- don't need to see it to tell you that it was not good. It was not well received. Mm-hmm. So, you know. Sakura, do, do, like I don't know if him and Gerard Butler have the same agent, but goddamn, that guy needs to stop working because he's fucking up Royal. There's d- <laughs> <laughs> fucking up Royal. He's fucking up Royal. <laughs> there's didgeridoos and there's didgeridons. Um, <laughs> speaking of didgeridoo, who's didgeridoo number four for you? Let's <laughs> strike free for breaking Sebastian. <laughs> <coughs> Um, so, so my, my number four is actually someone who's, who was, um, he played Adam Smasher in Black Adam, uh, Noah Sentinel. Oh, the, the, uh, the Latina? Yeah. Yes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, he was like, he has, he's got good charisma. I liked him. I liked him when he was on the scene. But he got like two scenes. (laughs) Yeah. And and that's the thing, like he's again, he's one of those, he, like he's done a lot, but like he's also one of those actors that he like, he needs that big leading role to really blow up, mm-hmm. and you know, he, you know, the movie is supposed to be focused on his younger years. I don't know what young, how young that they're going with them, mm-hmm. but this guy can play someone. He he can definitely play someone in high school. He can play someone like early to mid twenties, and I think that's that's one of the things that I was kind of looking at in terms of like the people who I was I was casting. So I think he would do well. And he's, I thought, he's got a very charming presence to him. And if given the right moves, like he's doing the show on Netflix called The Recruit. So I feel like there's an action side to him oh, that hasn't really been that has tapped. good reviews. So I, I think wa- he, I think he'd be, he'd be a pretty decent Superman. I think he's one of the, he'd be one of those guys that like, you don't really expect it and you kind of maybe look down on him. Like I would give him almost like the Michael Keaton chair where like you see when people if he gets cast people announce it's like oh it's terrible casting this and that you and then you see him in the movie you're like I'm gonna shut the fuck up now because that was fantastic (laughs) (laughs) like I can see him doing I can see him doing that if he was giving that shot and I think that's all this guy needs is a shot Hmm. I just just give me that shot just give me that one shot. <laughs> I just, I just need a shot, coach. Just put me in, coach. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah. I, I like that. Um, especially from someone like, you know, to go from, like, j- a shit movie to like another another chance that's rare. But I hope, um, yeah, I hope he like. If not Superman, I hope we see him again. Maybe a good casting for Ghost Rider. And he worked for Chris Evans. Yeah, I could I could see that. Um, uh, so my number four, uh, I'm gonna go. I think you're gonna say this one, so I'm gonna I'm gonna take it now. Uh, Jacob Elordi from Euphoria. Oh yeah, no, no, no. I didn't. I didn't. He's not nah, honest. this like this guy. Like I think if they're going young Superman, they'll probably go as young as this. Like a lot of people online said, I think his, his name's Jason Whitlock, but he's already mm-hmm. Superboy in Titans. Mm. 
I know his last name's Whitlock. I can't remember his first name. But, like, that's why I didn't choose him. And, like, as soon as I, like... Like, I'd already chosen Jacob Elordi. And I was like, I'm glad I went with him over that guy. Because, like, they're kind of fairly similar looking. But there's just a presence Jacob has whenever he's, like, in a scene on Euphoria. You can't help but, like, sort of... I don't know if it's the way they film it. Because they are trying to film him as, like a sort of manipulating abuser so to so to speak but like he, he commands presence almost in every scene and i just think in a sort of young physicality kind of way he's fucking got that he plays the quarterback for that high school but i imagine if there's a next character going to die in euphoria it's probably going to be him um <laughs> <laughs> well he's messed he's he, like he's not just Sticked his dick in crazy once, he's did it twice. Yep, that's a that's that's too much crazy, bro. And it's you know it's funny that you you picked him because like you know we were kind of talking about it before we hopped on. You know the idea of picking characters that not only fit Superman but like where you could see going with them, and because this guy can play such a great manipulative and just maniacal villain like i would at him as superman i can totally see going the full run and then doing that flip uh going to injustice mm-hmm. like i could like yeah. this is a guy who if he's superman this is the superman you're like that fucker's gonna break at some point and i'm here for it my next one is a is a broken superman uh nice nice nice, so, nice, nice, uh, nice. Like, all, all <laughs> shall all shall be revealed after your next pick all shall be revealed. <laughs> All shall be revealed so, next week. <laughs> no, so right now, <laughs> right now. So my next pick is definitely I probably the youngest person in my my list. Um, his name is Peyton Meyer. I don't know if you're familiar with him. I am not. No, tell me, enlighten me. So he's he's done primarily like um, Disney Disney Channel stuff. Uh, he was in. Um, Girl Meets World, uh, Dog with a Blog, and he was even in that like that shitty He's All That movie. Oh, Jesus. So, but my reasoning for picking him is because of his work in Girl Meets World. I, I'm a huge Boy Meets World fan, and when Girl Meets World came out, I was going to check it out because, you know, again, fan. And there was something, he played um, a guy who was, he was from Texas, mo- moving to New York, and there was, as soon as I, I started thinking about, you know, this, kept recasting Superman, I started thinking, you know, Clark Kent, he grew up in Smallville, Kansas. He went from country boy to big city, you know, metropolis and, you know, being a reporter and stuff. So yeah. I can see this guy as that doing a fish out of water story and being, you know, the country boy and, you know, trying to make it in the big city and struggling to, you know, find himself while also keeping his true self under wraps. Yeah. So that that's the direction I would go in with this guy. Like mm. I don't I don't know if he if he lends himself to like the big bombastic. I'm pretty sure he could, you know, with the right training and work and stuff. I but mean, yeah. if I was going to put this guy in a Superman story, that's the story I would tell. I would get him as he's leaving Smallville to Metropolis cuz that's not really a story you've ever really seen. You don't really see Clark Kent adjusting to to this new surrounding Tom you know, Welling and, and about the chance <laughs> and, and and I feel like that that would that and I think he would he would do really well in it so that's 
that's my thing. So that's basically, do with Superman kind of where Marvel has taken and is taking Spider Man. Essentially, yeah. That's sick. I yeah, I I I'm here for that. Yeah, I'd love to see that. Um, so my third, I've gone with um, Jesse Williams. Okay. Lead actor from Detroit, um, Detroit Become Human, the PlayStation mm-hmm. game. Mm-hmm. Yeah, this like he is Superman in a in a way that like he has the deep blue eyes, like you can just look at him and feel almost strangely comforted. Like you look at him and you think you're a superhero. You all like you you know you are here you are here to save me. You're not here to kill me. I would love to see him play Ultraman, which is a freeze-turned-corrupted Superman. The villain on the the actual Crisis Infinite Earths, not the one the CW universe did. But, like, the actual villain of this, of that sort of comic book arc is, is Ultraman, a corrupted Superman. I'd love Jesse Williams to be that. Like the reveal of this of Jesse Williams being a Superman and sort of thinking, oh fuck yeah, Superman, bro, you're here to save me, and then like boom, hand to throat in the air, and it's just like he just stares at you, and the last thing you see is the face that you thought was gonna save you, and he's actually like about to kill you. I would like that sort of character stereotype flip. I think he would fucking nail man you know what's just just to add on to that because i feel like it would be such a fucking crazy visual it's like he's got this guy up by the throat and you're like the, you know the last thing you see is the face of guy person you thought was going to save you he's going about to kill you but the last i feel like the last thing you'd really see like the slow building oh, glow of his eyes yeah and yeah. then you just from a distance you just see <laughs> <laughs> and it's like and it's just like it's just a standard it's just a standard robber. Mm-hmm. Like it's mm-hmm. it's not actually anything like I don't want to say standard robbery isn't that bad, but like something that someone doesn't need to really die for. Yeah. Like it I mean, this... like there was um I don't know you've you've seen the Justice League animated series, right? No, I have not. So there was a, there was a couple of episodes where they where they kind of touch on this where you know Superman kills Lex Luthor becomes like the president or whatever and so on and so forth so, and they do this thing where the heroes from a different universe come in to try to stop them and one of the things that stood out was there's a there's a scene where that universe's Batman is driving the other universe's Batman around and they see this guy he's refusing to pay for a check. And he's being arrested and thrown into a uh, cop car. And he's not being thrown in there lightly. Like He's just being thrown in and then being driven away, you know, to God knows where. Mm. And, the, and the whole thing is like, you know, no one's going to take the big law enforcement seriously. If you don't enforce the little ones. So, mm-hmm. like, they, they crack down on all the little crimes, you know, that littering and you know, fucking jaywalking, speeding, all of that shit. Like they they come, they throw the fucking hammer down. Fucking so like that. State. So exactly. So like the way you were pitching there, and now that's where my mind went. And I'm like, fuck, dude, that is, that is scary. Yeah. 
Like, and I think that that's that's the the world where that Superman would fucking thrive in, and that would yeah. be horrifying. Yeah, that like this this guy <coughs> like who is basically designed to save you is you've got more of a chance of being killed by him now just yep. for accidentally throwing your gum and missing the bin. It's like you missed the bin. I'm sorry, not good enough. <laughs> Turned into human soup. Um, <laughs> so your second to last, bro. Hit me. All right. So my second to last is Colin Ford. Colin Ford. You've chosen some really eclectic names. I have no clue about who is Colin so Ford, I my feel, dude. I feel like you might know him. He played Young Sam in Supernatural. Mm. Can't fully remember. Uh, have you, have you, are you familiar with the movie We Bought a Zoo? I'm not. No, I know Matt. I know Matt Damon is in it. Matt Damon. Yeah. Matt Damon. <laughs> so he's you know so he's he's done a lot. He's done a lot of yeah. Um, he's he's a lot been of stuff. he's been around. And he's he's, he's be, also in is this, he in his twenties um, now? He, I think he's like twenty six, almost twenty seven. Is he in the Winchesters by any chance? No, he. I don't think so. He was. He did. Um. He had a couple of episodes in that the remake of um, Walker, that Jared Padalecki's doing. Okay. Yeah. So he's so he's been around and he's still you know he's still working. I personally think he would do. He would do well as Superman. Like, I would almost if we were gonna again, same thing as the the last the last guy Peyton. You know, fish out of water story. I think would work with this guy, but he strikes me as a little more of um, like when the characters that he's played have a little more arrogance behind them. Not necessarily like they're dicks, but they're 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 more sure of themselves. Mm-hmm. So you know, where Peyton would be like, you know, fish out of the water. You know, country guy, just kind of like, oh, I don't know, the city's kind of scary. You know, what am I gonna do? I feel like his take on that would be a little more steadfast and sure almost to the point where his confidence is going to cause him to fuck up. Yeah. So be a little, he'd be a little more, I feel like it'd be a little more comedic and a little more, um, relatable, which is for me has always been the big, my biggest issue with Superman is that he has so much fucking power. How do you relate to this guy? And I think this is how you do it when he's not being super powered. He's just a fucking klutz. He's a fucking idiot. The man has no idea what the hell's going on half the time, but he's just trying to get by because everyone's got to. I would and I feel love. Like... I would love to see this guy possibly play, sort of almost like a Blue Mountain State Superman. Ooh, that you, would be funny. You can't just walk into journalism. Remember, like Clark Kent is a journalist. Yeah. That's not a job you walk into. You need to have like that is. Oh no, yeah, absolutely. One of the jobs you need an education for. So imagine, Absolutely. like, imagine, like he's like he's got to go through like a, a journalism major, but at the same time, Superman the on, college years. He walks onto the football team and he's like throwing four hundred yard balls like it's <laughs> nothing. Yo, Brady, what up, you? <laughs> Dude, like he that also, would like, be there's so a little bit of him that's like, I've got to be Dash from The Incredibles. I can mm, be good, yes, but I can't be that good because. Uh-huh. Superman's my secret identity, but then you've got like, like, at, like he could meet 
like Lex Luthor could be like a professor, mm. like a science professor at the college or some shit. Mm-hmm. Like really fabricate the whole fucking story. Like sort of almost almost injustice. This would that like this would be a great Superman like with an injustice kind of stuff. No, mm-hmm. no, um not injustice. Invincible. Invincible yeah. kind of style. Yo, we need to we might need to talk more about this. <laughs> like I'm low-key intrigued, man. Yo, like that that shit's actually really fucking fun. Bring back like low-key Easter egg, bring back Marathon Monday. Like so, like he's like, oh I've, I've gotta act drunk. How how do you how do you act drunk? And he like he's got a, uh, he watches like Chevy Chase videos or some shit. So mm-hmm. he's there trying to hold his beer and he just like he trips over and he breaks the table. <laughs> yeah, Yo, you gotta get out, man. <laughs> <coughs> oh, yeah, that'd be shit. sick. Oh, my 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 second last one sucks. Like my my last one's a curveball. Well, my, it doesn't suck. My second last one's Winston Duke. Ooh, Winston I've not Duke's just cast him as suit. I'm not just casting him as Superman because he could be. He's tough as nails. He's charismatic. I've mm-hmm. cast him as Superman and Bizarro. Oh, I think damn. this. I yeah. Give this guy three movies as Superman, where there's one where he's a like he like he could be like upgrade his job at um, was it the Globe, Daily Planet, Daily Planet. That's the one. It's got the, it's just the Globe. That the is. Globe. Yeah. 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 Um. Uh. So upgrade his job to like sports. Like he's sports. He's there. He's doing like he's mm-hmm. doing football. He's doing basketball. He's doing all that kind of stuff. I'm trying to see if, if I'm being racist there. Like he can be an actual jur- journalist, but I just think that would be I mean, that would there's, there's that would suit him. Journalists are actual journalists. That would yeah. <laughs> that would suit his like that would suit his charisma a little bit more. It would suit yeah. a man of his size a little bit more. Um. So I just think like do do like that. But like, he's also Superman, of course. Like at the very mm-hmm. end of that movie, tease yep. that there's like, he's also out there as Bizarro as well as as mm-hmm. well as Superman. And in the second movie, he's like he he plays he plays like he's got to be all three. He's got to be Superman. He's got to be Bizarro, and he's basically got to fight himself, which he basically does in Us. Yeah. That's, true. <laughs> that's basically superman versus bizarro in a jordan peele kind of way <laughs> that was a good movie i need to watch those again i don't know i think i think winston duke's a good good call like yeah. i him him as umbaku is like it's really good yeah especially in, the, in this second movie like mm-hmm. he was like he felt like he had a he felt like umbaku had belonging for the first time in the mcu Mm -hmm. like he didn't disappear like but he wasn't used at all in endgame yeah like that just that feels like a a, like a big slap across the face i guess he was kind of maybe in wakanda like helping out Mm because wakanda kind of got fucked up (laughs) but yeah you know so that's um yeah i think winston duke could smash it that nice. I will let you know now. Mm-hmm. That's my last name. My curveball is like it's a curveball. It's a curveball. Okay. It's a it's a curveball. Uh, here's why is my Apple Watch trying to stop listening? 
at some point I've said something that mm-hmm. my Apple Watch is like, oh, let me look, Reacting let me to. look at that for you. Uh, yeah, I've got, I've got my, I've got, I've got an Apple Watch for Christmas because I'm white. Um, no, <laughs> it's helping with my fitness. It's tracking all of my, all of my movements, and I'm not, I'm not nice. moving enough apparently. Yeah, I, I, I got, I got one of those too. Oh my God! <laughs> shut the fuck up, bro. <laughs> I think it's because I said A-W. Ah, fair enough. That'll yeah. do it. That'll do it. <laughs> All right, so who's your last Sebastian? All right, so my last and who I personally would love to see cast as Superman is Dacker Montgomery. From Strange Things? Yes, sir. Awesome. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's, yeah, yeah, you win. <laughs> so here's here's my reasoning for it. He's already kind of been in a superhero role. He was he played the Red Ranger in the, the Power Rangers movie that didn't do well, but I thought he as a character as an as an actor, I think he would do really well in as Superman like a, kind of in the way Cavill really grounded Superman. Like he made him feel like a human being, like, you know, he wasn't just happy-go-lucky, you know, fucking no care in the world, and, like, no, the guy has issues, and the guy, at the end of the day, is someone who, he's not from here, he's not from this fucking planet, he is an, he's essentially an orphan, he's, you know, he's, he's a guy searching for purpose, and belonging, and, you know, in a world where he's always going to be just an alien, like you know, people will like accept him for for that, but at the end of the day, that's that's what he is. You know, he's not from here. He's not like anyone, and I feel like Dacker could capture that and bring that to to light as a as a Superman as Clark Kent as Superman, and you know the way he handled himself in fucking Stranger Things. He could. I feel like the the heroics of the character he would fucking nail. Yeah. So yeah, Dacker Montgomery. Like if I was gonna if I was gonna cast someone as Superman, that's who I would pick. Yeah, I I love that. I love that pick. I think that's a great pick. Um, so are you ready for mine? I am indeed. Hit me with that curveball, bro. Cast this fucker. Global, cast this fucker. If you if James Gunn really wants a a young actor. Talent's fucking out there. Have like have like the movie begin its buzz around the world mm-hmm. by having a by having a global cast around the world. So you're going for an unknown in the last one. I'm going unknown, bro. Fuck, dude. That's when you when you were talking curveball, I was like, God damn! But now you're like, I'm now I'm like, Oh God damn! Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it feel like I wrote it down. I was like, Is this cheap? And I was like, No. Oh my God! Shut the fuck up! I'm, I'm about to. It's getting yelled at after. Like you know what you. God damn Apple Watch. But yeah, felt like felt like I don't think it's cheap. I think this is. Nah. Like it's a very strong possibility of where they could go. That we've not been told how young, and if it is mm-hmm. as young as I think James Gunn actually wants to go, mm-hmm. I think this is a a really uh, 
a really good a really good choice. It's it's how John Boyega got Star Wars. Like I mean, I know he'd already done Attack the Block, but JJ you know, Abrams it's... did actually cast for Finn like this. It's it's honestly it's fucking crazy like thinking about it like the potential that that's fucking out there is 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 mind-boggling. So like this mm-hmm. th- this as a last pick dude is I think phenomenal because you open you open the door to fucking the world and then at the and then you just when you find that person that person's that person can be made mm-hmm. which is fucking crazy no i think that's a great pick dude i think that's a great fucking pick <laughs> <laughs> thank you thank you <laughs> oh man fucking Damn, superman so what, are we, dude. what are we doing what are we doing next week green lantern <laughs> I mean, we can we can turn this. I mean, if fucking Gunn is going to be recasting everyone, I don't see why the fuck we can't. Who's going to be Lobo? Oh wait, that might be Jason Momoa. <laughs> I I wouldn't be mad at that. I would love to see. I I I like honestly. When I saw him cast as Aquaman, I was like, why isn't this motherfucker Lobo? <laughs> <laughs> like right, they right, MCU. Well, my, like. Marvel got um, Ryan Reynolds to do Deadpool. Mm-hmm. Like so, these fan, like these actual fan castings can happen. John Krasinski is mean, fantastic. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you know, the only one who thought he, the 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 one who thought he was wanted as his character, but we really didn't need was Dwayne Johnson as Black Adam. <laughs> People want me as Black Adam. Yeah, ten years ago, not anymore. <laughs> yeah, no, <laughs> nobody cares, dude. Sorry. So it, it, that, I, I still love I'm his putting whole. My lap, I'm laptop to rest. It's been on for a while. It does. It's a well earned sleep. Thank you for your notes. Thank you for your guidance. Please stop <laughs> making so much noise. Um. <laughs> yeah, it's it's still. I still think it's fucking funny how he was like. You know, the hierarchy of power in the DC universe is going to change. And he couldn't have been more right and wrong at the same fucking time. (laughs) (laughs) And I think that's where we end it. (laughs) Yep. Just as Black Uh, Adam ended. With a whimper. So fucking open for no fucking reason. All right, everyone, that's going to do it for us. Remember to rate, comment, subscribe, and, you know, let us know who who your picks for Superman would be. Or, you know, Ultraman or any of the DC heroes that will inevitably be fucking recasted by James Gunn and Peter Safran. And, and remember, stay away from snowmobiles and snowplows. Absolutely. Absolutely. Like, Absolutely. That is, I feel like that is a message I'm going to convey throughout the year. Stay away from those fuckers. Use a shovel. Use a shovel. Manual labor. You'll thank me for it. Your Apple Watch will thank you for it. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Take it easy, everyone. Come on, man. Come join us on the trip. I'm sorry. Now we're throwing out the script. Ah, I hope we don't charge a penny. I hear the weakness calling. Now it's time to start. Free ball.
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.